I could just listen to the whole song, actually. <laughs> Welcome back, TTG. Just going to kick back for a minute. It's a beautiful song, actually, recommended by our man uh, Tyler down at Story Coffee. I uh, swung in there last week, and I was like, give me a, give me an intro song. Um, and he came through. So shout out, Tyler. We're going to let it play for a little bit. I could use a little more, uh, a little more coffee myself. And we're just vibing out on this uh, luxurious Monday that could be any Monday. You'll never know. Um, how are you guys doing over there on that side of the table, huh? Thank you. Doing good. Doing great. Doing good, doing great? Yeah. Sorry, I just did one of the, like, the weird like doing good, neuro doing. spicy things where I started drawing <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. For... And then just remembered where you were at for a <laughs> yeah. second there yeah. and came yep, up. Yep, yep, yep. No, it's, I went with the music. I went where it took me. Okay. Nice. No, I feel you. This this is a vibe. I've literally listened to this song like nine times this morning too. I was just like, yeah, let's get there. It's good. Now I know why you're saying you're just in a more mellow mood today. I like it. I was digging it. But here we are. It's been a it's been a fun season five thus far. We're cruising along. Um, excited to continue to bring some guests on. I just had a uh, had a pretty wild week myself. Um, my first real, my first real pop up of the year over at Flocka's um, went tremendous. It was like the a, like luxury equivalent of a farmer's market. Like I had a bathroom within walking distance with warm water. Oh. She was giving out like water and free salsa and chips. Oh, you fancy! Oh. I was just like, like Flocka, they normally charge us to be here, and she was just like, she. So I mean, shout out! It was, it was, it was fucking beautiful. Easter Bunny was out there. Oh, um, I learned that there's. If the Easter Bunny says he's going to be there from 11 to 2, there's absolutely no reason to show up at 11 because it'll, the line, there'll be no line at noon because um, <laughs> everyone gets there at 11. So, um, And then we did the grand release, um, which was like Lightweight, a.k.a. the live podcast that we've been talking about a little bit. It nice. Was, it was a killer. But man, this song. Good choice, Ty. I'm fighting with Tyler right now. So. It's beef? We got beef right now. Oh. And it's because... Nakoa and I were at Target when we were leaving and he saw us and so he was like Nakoa and I was just like am I not fucking here? <laughs> like Tyler like I see you more than Nakoa does like we talk way more like what the fuck so we're beefing yeah. so, you forgot your name uh, yeah. maybe that's fair he's being a target, you could have said anything <laughs> or he's being a target, bro. target bro. so then this morning <laughs> when I was picking up this guy he made it a point to just like tease me and to like only say things to Nakoa <laughs> So then when I left, I said bye specifically. I was like, bye, Jimmy and Cole. And I looked at Tyler. <laughs> Not out. bye to anybody else who might be in this room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big, big invisible bitch. So That's, Tyler sorry, and I are beefing right now, and I'm sure we'll make up tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe today. Who knows? The day's we young. really we really listened to that whole song. Well, you see how easy nice. that was? Yeah. Oh, it just, it's a really it good flows. song. It rocks. Yeah. It rolls. It does something it to flows. my brain that makes me like... It's like meditative. God damn. Well, hey, welcome back to Through the Grapevine. Season five, episode something. <laughs> We're here at the uh, beautiful Livermore Valley Advanced Creative Studio. Um, no Rory today, but uh, the that rest that of us are here. Yeah. The thruple continues. Platonically. Um, platonically. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you say it so much now. It's like, who I are we convincing? I don't know. If I don't say it now, it feels like they're like, wow, it was really platonic up until episode five. It got weird. We're just, I, I mean, yeah, it's just a word we chose. No. Um, trio. We could start saying trio, but whatever. Nope. 
Um, so, I mean, at this point, though, um, you know, as far as diving into the news, um, you know, it's probably two, 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 three weeks removed at this point. Um, Y'all know Barque, man. R.I.P. Barquiote. Um, I think it was I think it was what, 2020 to uh, March, March 24th, 2023. R.I.P. Yeah, good was for them. it 2020 or was it 21? I think they opened in the pandemic. I think they did because that's what I was going to say. I remember them like building that thing out yeah. during the like back half of the summer through the pandemic. And I was yeah. like, bold move. Yeah. But good for you guys. Because that and was about the time the, the range life transition as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think that um, Bar Barguiote will still kind of like be there, just different ownership now. So mm-hmm. uh, Christian and um, Wayne and Lauren, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wayne and Lauren sold the business. I believe they've moved on to other things. I think Christian may have moved to back to New York. Back to New York. Mm. Um, so they sold the business to El Charo. Next door neighbors. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm not sure. I believe they're, I from what I have gathered, they're going to be keeping the business relatively the same because uh, at on the evening of the last night, people were stealing art and stuff off the wall. So they have asked, please return it. And they explained that they had that it yeah. wasn't a going out of business situation. They had <laughs> sold the business and that and people now property. have stolen property from Hell Charo. So hopefully yeah. Elvis uh, was returned. I feel like it's becoming. Somebody took Elvis. Somebody took Elvis. And I saw uh, Andy Halverson. He was just like, Savannah, you better return Elvis. I was like, no way, dude. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and now it's a thing. And now I'm like, listen, if oh, you don't no. return it, I'm going to rat on you. Um, mm. So maybe that can be like a fun thing in Livermore where we all drive. Where's Elvis? Yeah, where's, where's Elvis? Elvis? Oh, I know. I'm not sure That's what else they to took, keep... but they took Elvis for they sure. Took, I, they took a few things. They took a few things. I made it over early and I'm glad I did because it was like the fastest I've ever gotten drunk at Bar Quixote. Everyone was just <laughs> buying every, you want a shot? You want a shot? Round of shots? But, you know, I was just yeah. like, okay. Wow. Zonked. Um and I'm glad I went early because it got, they had to close at 930. Like things it got went wild. They closed fast. literally right <laughs> after I placed, like placed yeah. our order. Like Which Nicole is... wanted to go for one drink. We like go in. It was. Why'd they close early? Because it got rowdy. Because it it just, just, people, people were, were stealing was just, stuff off yeah. the walls. And I think it was just like a little overwhelming for the bartenders. There was mm-hmm. just like a lot going on. And we literally placed our orders with a bartender, I like there was two other gentlemen that I snuck in with and that were like, hey, like, we'll grab your drinks if you let us. Actually, one of them, I think he works at Charles R or maybe he hmm. is Charles R. I don't know. I didn't get the he whole backstory. He's he the was Charles very, R. He was very, very. They were both very nice. But um, we put our order in mm-hmm. and I'm like, here's my money. And they're like, cool. And they're like, all right. Last around right after that. Sinekoa drink. Yeah. His drink, I, I, and then I, I we can't. got out of there. I, I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't blame them. Um, like I said, it, I, I don't know mu- much about the circumstances. I do know it was, you know, it, it was, it was a fresh scar for the staff. Um, so, like, if I were in their shoes, like, fuck that. I'm not. We're not going out like that. I, I would have closed that bitch up too. You're stealing from us. It's getting just rowdy. When yeah. I was leaving, you could, you know, when you could just smell that weird. Yeah, shit in the air, the, yep, yep. I was like, it's about to get weird. People had like crazy eyes and shit. <laughs> yeah, it just, just the like, vibe started it was to like, change. Well, there was. I feel like too. There was just a lot of people that were super tipsy that evening, just around downtown. I don't even mean in Barquiote, mm. and I think it was because the weather was nice. I yeah. think people were like day drinking at that point because mm. we had left dinner at. El Charo and like immediately walked over to Quixote and there's just like people in the parking lot. It was just, I think like it was the first weekend mm-hmm. where like the weather was nice throughout the whole weekend. So people were just outside feeling themselves. for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. And just drank a lot. Um, so it was kind of just like a rowdy 
yeah. crowd across Livermore. What will become a bar, Coyote? I know El Charo bought it. I don't know what they're changing. So I was okay. uh, being the nosy person that that I am. Good, thank you. So are, you mean you're not nosy? You're our investigative journalist. <laughs> oh, I was yeah. the yeah. podcast. What, what are you talking about? I was uh, there. You go. What are, yeah, what are we? Investigative journalist. I'm, I'm super yeah. nosy. Investigative I'm an journalist. Yes, that's, that's an official. And title we're easily now. swayed if you pay us. <laughs> <on> real media. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, it, it is true. El Charo purchased them. Um, you know, many people are like, well, there's already one El Charo there. It's not going to be another El Charo. Yeah, that um, place is too small for a restaurant, too. That little spot right there. Well, so, they yeah. don't have a hood either, which is why they did hot dogs to begin with. So I learned that El Charo was interested in renovating a kitchen, getting getting a hood. Oh, and wow. proper fire, That would change it a lot. Okay. Which would change it a lot. Yep. That could still change once they start getting quotes and shit. But as right. of now, as we you know, I was like, they're interested in renovating the space. Um, and what I mean, it's three weeks later, whatever. Look at you know TTG here. You heard it here first. Um, they're going to call it Maple Maple Plaza Eatery. Oh, oh cool. Um, and that's as much as I really know. But okay. you know, building a kitchen, Maple. Did you Ma- talk to Jose about this? Maple. I've talked to someone else who works there and may still work there. Not uh, the owner. Not the owner. <laughs> oh, okay. But, um, Wait, is it the guy? Is it the guy? It's all speculatory, that's guy. guys. Speculatory. Uh, what do they call my my? I got an insider. What do they call him? Like yeah, NFL? don't give like your my, sources. My, you got my, your I got a beat reporter down on Maple Plaza. Don't you dare <laughs> um, give your sources. They, they, you know, they were telling me that some of the camp sources. So I, you know, yeah. Um, which to me reads like kind of seasonal California cuisine at the very least, oh, right? Cool. Maple yeah, Plaza I mean, eatery. When I hear eatery yeah. or market, that's kind of where I'm going. Yeah. So um, it's a. It's still interesting. Such a beautiful fucking space, right? Oh, like, that 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 whole location is. has been awesome. I wish I had a recording. I like to make and Savannah knows. Jeremy will soon know. I like to make these like crazy like predictions about something that I just kind of feel every time I go by it. And that spot was it. It was back when it was the produce market. Before Story the was there back too. Because the they were the first one. El Charo has been there for a long time. But I would drive by it and I was like, man, you could see that downtown was pushing more towards the east than it was towards the west side by yeah. Zephyr. Like it was moving more towards east. There's more homes towards east, more younger families that live in those condos and stuff mm. that were there. So I started to like recognize this. This is probably like, I don't know, six, seven years ago when I claimed it. And I was like, if you took that produce market out, you reframe that, that back section where they usually do the Christmas tree lot. Mm-hmm. The boys come to the Christmas tree lot there or whatever. Um, I would have Bar Quixote almost be a pass through. Mm-hmm. And then I would have all live uh, bands and stuff, oh, and you would be yeah. able to sit in that lot. And I would then I would gate it with a small little gate, but still so you could see over, not like fenced in. But you had to, go but to enough the enough to where you had yeah. to pass, you know, exit there through the gift shop, baby. Grab a drink, go back to yeah. the band. Oh, um, but you could also great. still see it from outside because if you just had a little bit of a barrier there, and you could separate the drinking right for legality purposes. Mm-hmm. But if you did that, you could still enjoy the band walking by, and it kind of welcomes you into that downtown area. So I always thought that spot would be perfect, and it's kind of shaping out to be uh, yeah. just that. I mean. It's, yeah, they always save it for the Christmas tree lot, and yeah. there's been some like barbecue things that will mm-hmm. go back there. But it'd be great yeah. if like there can be. Well, and the folks that throw the Christmas tree are the owners, yeah, the family, yeah, that owns that that, that yeah. lot there. Got it. That, but it'd that's be cool if that there was sense. something like during the summer months that can go there, like yeah. a pop up that oh, can think, go there. Pick a couple picnic tables and a yeah. and a little yeah. pop up stage, just and like you could a just leave it. Pop-up. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't I mean, even be crazy. I don't know the family personally, but. 
everything that that lot has shown shows that like the family is down to do cool shit. Like yeah, they for sure. Paint a mural. They yeah. do so Christmas trees, let's cut barbecue. this part yeah. out, and the three of us are going to come up with a really there good idea. Yeah, that's actually right. we don't even have to cut that's... it out. We already got the jump because it's coming out three weeks later. Jokes on you. <laughs> <laughs> they would make a good uh, guest too. Yeah, just yeah. to get offhand, we bring them in because there's been a lot of activity there, and then maybe we could convince them to rent us that middle shop. And then what we'll do is we'll just move oh, this studio into there, oh, and then there won't actually be a real like business. It'll just be like our hangout. That's <laughs> it. But somehow it makes enough money. So we, we no, can guys, pack I'm everything up. We're going. I'm all in. Right? Grab these uh, cameras. A little cheese parlor. We got a bar. We got a restaurant. Well, we got a coffee spot. shop. I know. Dude, I want that money. spot. I know Jeremy wants that spot. Just sitting there. That yeah. middle spot. The I'm middle spot too. Just hang out and be like, get away from my spot. Yeah. <laughs> get off but, my stoop. Get off my, get off my stoop. But. Um, so I mean, yeah, you know, backtracking, um, it's, it won't be, the doors won't be closed long. Um, and, well, I guess we'll see. I mean, they didn't intend on it ending the way it did. So they, you know, they may, <laughs> they, um, they, they would have expected the smash and grab that happened yeah, on the last day. A. But so. it sounds like the intent is to open up, you know, a week, a week and a half from, from, from Friday, you know, wow. from closing day. That's a quick turnaround um, to keep it going. And that's not that the kitchen will be ready by then, but they'll get a food vendor, you know, yeah. keep 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 the lights on. Yeah, you know what for I'm saying? sure. So people don't lose momentum. It's keep changing. that revenue going too. Exactly. And yeah, keep keep the um, people showing up. Because it does sound like some of the bar Q staff is actually staying with with Jose. Like you have stay. The, the building came with staff. Right. Um, the ones who chose to stay. So he's cool. gonna keep it open. Keep it very light. I'm gonna text Karina later um, today. Yeah. So that's uh, yeah. But that was our yeah. And that's all news from the, our Maple Street beat reporter, um, who will re- remain anonymous. Um, I like this. But you know, in the realm of bar Q. Um, uh, you know, let's, let's let's not move on just yet. Um, let's reminisce a little bit. Um, you got some remini- some reminiscing beats there? No, I don't. But I might just play that again because this shit was nice. <laughs> You're just looking for an excuse. <laughs> oh, man. So. Thanks for the good times. Yeah, right. Thanks Bar-Q. for the cocktail. Yeah. You got any uh, any particular memories uh, that stand out the last that you can time remember? That I've, the last time that I was drunk, actually, was there. And this was... 2021. Oh, really? Like good drunk? Like proper drunk? Oh, I mean... Viking drunk. I mean, it, <laughs> it was like Viking drunk. It was really bad. It was it was a really good time. My parents were there and then, but it was like to the point where like, I don't remember the transition from where we went there and that later in the night, I met with two other friends elsewhere. So you were Viking I don't were Viking remember drunk. that transition. You were Viking drunk. Yeah, yeah. good for you. Um, good it was a good you. time though. I had a lot of hot dogs and cocktails. <laughs> yeah, a lot of good But that dogs. was the last time I've been drunk. So, and, yeah, I never ran dogs. into you there, but I you, I imagine you've been to Q a time or two. I yeah? have. Yeah, oh, usually yeah, I was yeah. with Savannah. <laughs> Savannah and Nicole, yeah. I think I showed up like one time like after like done at Sabio and like the CFL crew was there like oh, in man. general and I like roll. I don't ever go out after a shift and I like went out for that. Let's go. Yeah. That was a that was an interesting time yeah. for one of our people. I mean, I'm kind of like a recluse too a little bit. Like, I'll enjoy the downtown but my job is so social, like everything I do. So then whenever I get home and I have some time, I'm usually like, lock me in here. Yep. But uh, yeah, that was where I had my first mezcal drink. Yep. Oh, yeah. Actually, I think Nicoa bought it yeah, for me. Yeah, Nicoa bought everybody solos. a bunch of like mezcal. And, um, he bought me a mezcal. <laughs> yeah, and one sip later, I knew it was not for me. <laughs> <laughs> was, what is this? I drink, I drink God, tequila. I I'm a tequila mezcal. drinker, but yeah. this this was... Uh, Dude, tequila Matt is different. fun. 
is tequila a Matt is, oh, tequila man. Matt's fun. Out of the four times out of the year yeah, that he does take it, crazy. tequila <laughs> Matt is fun. We'll do a little tequila tasting podcast oh, one of these times. Yeah, I'm down. Matt got a little, uh, little, he, got a little he got a little saucy at your birthday party. I don't yeah. know if that was. Oh that. yeah, oh, that yeah, wasn't yeah, even yeah, that yeah, wasn't yeah. even Matt's like sauciest, which is really funny. Oh yeah, <laughs> Matt likes to start champs. I was, I was, I was getting there. A couple champs might have been started. Secret chance. I can't remember which friend. I think it was Megan that I told. I was like, listen, like, if we get Matt, like, I was like, a few more drinks, Matt will start creating, like, chants to people about, like, you're gonna start a I movement, even, baby. I Let's won't even go. say, like, what some of the chants are because you have to earn, like, you have to be yeah, there. You gotta be there, right? <laughs> but this they're is... really great. All right. Well, Savannah and, and Matt, good if you're, I mean, if you're familiar with them, I'm gonna say a few Bar Quixote references. I want you to tell mm. me the first thing or sentence that comes to your mind okay 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 Okay. i like this so here we go we're gonna start easy weekend water oh on tap okay on tap is that what you said i mean that's not wrong yeah it's not wrong on tap um paloma delicious yeah yeah what wait you're gonna have to slow down what is that i don't even know what that is a drink yeah it's a grapefruit margarita oh yeah yeah, yeah. it's nice yeah i think you've had one before you like them refreshing Um, all right here we go here we go the uh, Bar Quixote queso dip with chili verde. I don't know if I had it with chili verde. I think I just had it on its own. Then you didn't have them. So yeah, then my answer is never had it. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, let's keep going. Okay. I, got, I got a couple more. Okay. Um, the uh, pork belly and kimchi hot dog. Mm. A special. Mm. A rare special. See, I didn't get. It. I should have really like got in while the getting was good there. I only, I've, I've only like sampled. You know, like yeah. I had like a like a bite of a smash burger. Yeah. I got a little bit of the queso. Like probably like you know someone's leftover hot dog that <laughs> fell on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I should have really That's like dove good. in. Still got the garnish on it. <laughs> oh shit! No, and actually that was my next one. The, the end. It's the the Rafi smash burger. Oh yeah. I mean, legendary, right? Savannah's not saying anything. What's happening? Do you- don't ask me that. Do you remember what happened? Well, what happened? Oh, no, now you gotta tell no. us. You gotta... Did you not get one too? No. Give us the dirt. Oh yeah, <laughs> nothing <laughs> to see here. Say it. They're closed. They were sold out. Fun. No, because it's like this one <laughs> person. I don't. I don't think that was the reason. It was fuck. There's no. I told you this. It doesn't you mean it didn't taste good. Doesn't mean it didn't taste good. It tasted good, but I was terribly. I think that was kind of. She was terribly hungover. The following, it didn't morning. agree with your stomach or what? Do you remember that like week where I could not come into like work and I was just like so deathly ill? It was like that week. So I think, in fairness, I I don't think it was food poisoning, but I think like I was like sick and I hadn't known it yet at that mm-hmm. point. Like with a terrible, I mean, my doctors still don't know what the situation was, but I was like super sick. I think it was like a really bad sinus infection because I had like mm-hmm. terrible vertigo. So like I had that, <laughs> and then like that night I woke up. And everywhere, exorcist Good. style. Oh, like, well, then I'll take so this bad. one because I told you about this. It was, you know, it's all in the in the reflection you asked of me, And Kiyote. I was just like, "Ooh, don't bring up a smash burger for a long time for me, dude. Like, don't bring it up." Well, then I'll talk it about the smash burger. It wasn't the smash burger. It was smash burger. It was smash burger. Was it was one delicious? Of the best, I mean, one of the best in town. It's got to be. Yeah, um, Rafi has a. Uh, He's got a track record for making tremendous things between Raph's bread. back at the gym, too. Congrats, Raph. Yeah. So yeah. It's been yeah, nice yeah, to see you around, dude. He was over there. So um, I guess the long and short of that brief segment was that uh, a lot of a, a great menu, a fun menu. They tried. They got they got weirder than I think Livermore was maybe ready for. Mm. It'll be that classic tale of they were ahead of their time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, There's yeah. bars like that everywhere in Oakland and right. San Francisco and New York. Well, I have and like a theory that, like, on it, too. I just feel like 
this is this was my theory on it is like I there was there's plenty of people who were. Mm -hmm. I think the issue was, is that like we are a suburban area. Mm -hmm. And so there's people with families, not to mean that like families definitely didn't go there. Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes Smashburger night they did. Well, like even (laughs) like hot dog night. I mean, you know what I mean? Um, And I think what's hard is when you don't have a full kitchen, it becomes limited because then it just takes one person in the group to be like, I don't like hot dogs. Mm -hmm. And then you like don't go. Yeah. And then you end up going somewhere else. So I feel like. Yeah, it's really hard to have a bar only and then to have a specialty bar mm-hmm. um, that's focused on certain like, like a, agave. Like, like yeah, it's I think that's what, so yeah. I think if you're going to have crowd. that type of um, mm-hmm. bar, then having a full kitchen then helps because, again, it just takes one lame person to be like, I don't like hot dogs. And then you like don't get to go, which like whatever, yeah. that's fine. You don't like hot dogs, but I think that's what makes it that's what was hard. I mean, again, it doesn't seem like they're going out of business. It just seemed like they made a decision to, mm-hmm, to move sell. On, yeah. To, sell. to move on. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's a good synopsis. Yeah. And I'd wonder why, why that is too, because like, let's be honest, when the getting's good, you don't just pack up and leave. Yeah. So there was obviously some sort of, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it was like a struggle yeah. of the business model. It doesn't mean it was a struggle of the location. It could all just, just means that they were in a different season of their life and, mm-hmm. you know, or an opportunity so came up. Like, it sounds like one of the people moving, moving East. Like, mm-hmm. so it could just, be, it could just be the timing on it. Well, like you know? Wayne has two little kids. Um, yeah. Things, things change. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Five years ago when, when they opened range life, um, they hadn't had a kid. Yeah. They hadn't had a kid yet. Right. I think it or, the, or Lauren had just got Prego or something like that that yeah five years later you got two kids um yeah and the restaurant industry is hard though too i mean yeah it's just when a you have hard kids, industry yeah. i mean just in general you have you, yeah, you know very general, few businesses have, have and one of the harder parts and this is something that i don't even deal with in my business but i'm just familiar with but doing something with inventory right is tough because you have to buy the inventory you yeah. want to make sure you have enough cash on hand you want to make you're selling it now imagine that inventory just goes bad yeah mm. make right? it a perishable inventory yeah. and now you got a whole nother issue that yep. is that is my that is the scariest thing. Well, one of the scariest things about opening a restaurant or any food establishment. It's one of the reasons yeah. why I chose to go with spices as the extension of my Smart. kitchen. Well, um, yeah, and it, and it is hard when you talk like perishable. It's and so funny because I feel like you and I talk about that. Is anytime I want to open my own wine bar, something that always holds me back is like fuck. People want full kitchens, and like that's how you kind of stay in business. And you're like, dude, but opening a full kitchen mm-hmm. and doing all that is so it's a different business it's you're, a different business at that point and it's venture. so much more difficult and so you have to like really there's there's a perfect i feel like uh cheese parlor has got it figured out because they do have a type of food you mm-hmm. know what i mean um but it makes it so fucking hard well, you know especially uh, when you're not yeah. trying to have like a drunk fest bar i think you know yes. Wine and yeah, beer, but point. more, you know, more emphasis on wine. You know, I think of Double Barrel, you, the old Double Barrel yeah. mm. downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, they had to close and move on for yeah. reasons that I don't Other know reasons, was, was before yeah. me. Right. Um, but what I saw there is like, as far as the wine model, if, if you do it right and thoughtfully, um, I think the wine and beer license model can run without a kitchen. There's plenty of things that you can rock that are simple, or clean, um, mm-hmm. and, and, and wine centric. Like, yeah. I, I could see. I could see. I mean, I definitely have ideas to make it work. Yeah. And you want to know what was something really funny when a co and I were there a few weeks ago, I was like looking around and be like, I'd put that there. (laughs) I guess (laughs) if it was like my, which is something that I do anytime I walk into establishment and be like, how can I make this work for me? And it was funny because it, you know, sold two weeks later. So it's funny. 
It's yeah. a uh, yeah no it's a I think and I, I, I guess we perishables make it really hard and I know I was, when you throw little when you throw little kids into the mix it makes it even more difficult. I was mm. working with um, Amy Chapelet of iconic Chapelet Winery, um, mm-hmm. and she was telling me about when you know her kids were young because she her background before she married Dominic Chapelet was um, restaurants. That's what she always worked in, and she owned her own restaurants. And I think her kids were probably under like they were all under maybe eight years old at like that point. Mm-hmm. And she was going to open another one. And her father-in-law was just like, I don't know. He was like, Shit. like, it's so he was like, mm-hmm. you know, why do you keep doing this to yourself? And it's kind of like what we talked about last week too, of like, there's a weird and her and I kind of talked about this. So like you get like a weird high when you're like doing it and you're like, mm-hmm. you love it. But like, oh, man, man yeah, you yeah. crash hard. And she does say that that was like one of her better choices that she made was to like not open another one mm-hmm. when her kids were little and she was mm-hmm. just like i'm so happy that i didn't end up doing that mm-hmm. um because she was like it it was very like it was already very hard and she's like i think life would have been very different at that yeah. point i think it, i had a uh I, I i use i like to use any excuse to reflect and um you know bar t- bar Quixote closing um and just having conversations with people because we're all curious we all love that place right like yeah, I'm happy that we lived through the bar Q chapter, right? We get, <laughs> we get to talk about that. Got a little bit of gear, got my shirt. Um, but, it, you know, just in relative to, you know, we talk about small businesses and, and, and things of that nature, the tools and mechanics. Um, and, you know, relative to the comment I just made about my spices, um, there was a point, there was many points where like, what the heck am I going to offer? Especially after being in the direct service industry, right? Um, and I'm glad I chose a product to start me off that matches the pace in which I want to grow and scale Mm. Um, because, right. Because like kitchens, I love them. Savannah makes the joke. I want to put them in everyone's business. You know, your business needs a full kitchen. Um, But like, but for real, like that's fucking terrifying. And like, while my spices are perishable, I recommend using them within 90 to 120 days and recouping with me. Um, Otherwise, like that's 90 and 120 days for me to think about it versus like that's a good I, shelf life. You know what I'm saying? Versus yeah, yeah. two days versus two days. Like, all right, this, the seafood just came in. We got Saturday yeah, and Sunday to yeah. make it discipline. You know, it's like, right. That's, yeah. Multiply that by 52 weeks. And it, like it's and it's hard because full service is so fun. And you yeah. and I, I talk about a lot of like what my dream business would be. And it's just the wine, you know, wine bar, beverage bar. And then with a full kitchen that I get to use once a month or whenever I want to do it, but yeah. trying to justify that cost is insane. And yeah. I wonder if you could do some sort of like model where you have the kitchen. People rent it out. Like yeah. So like, yeah, well, what you it. do is like have the kitchen be like an open kitchen, right? So yeah. that way when you're utilizing it, but then you bring somebody in for maybe like a cooking lesson we talked about or it. something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Actually, well, this is, there's actually a new, uh, so there's actually a couple commercial, hard, but... yeah, well, not exactly butcher. I don't think, not exactly what you're talking about, but another commercial kitchen is opening up, um, like Marty's is over there now. Um, there's a, there's one already on Isabel, uh, our Wright brothers over by the airport and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, where yeah, that people... little area is developing over there a little bit, huh? Yeah. yeah. I and think it's we more... could use more commercial kitchens, honestly, to yeah. help. If it's more the ghost kitchen concept. Yeah. Then, uh, Which I love. Yeah. For that, then a consumer-facing kitchen that yeah. like, mm-hmm. we interact with. I mm-hmm. think it's more for like Uber Eats and DoorDashes to drop by and pick, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but that's like great for people to get started. It's a fa- something that we talk about is like, where's your starting point? Um, and I think that's a great way for people to get started. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish we had more commercial kitchens so that people can do something that is a lower barrier of entry mm-hmm. and are like practicing out their skills. Be like, okay, can yeah. I make this work instead of having to make a giant leap to yeah. the next step? Right, like if rock, yeah. bo- if rock bottom is having to, you know, cancel your lease at the commercial kitchen, like 
there's recovery in that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 You know like you were saying, there's just not as much of a, of a upfront investment and then you can kind of find your, you know, your niche or your flavor yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. Kind of I think that would be my there. deal. We, <laughs> Jeremy and I are big dreamers and we like to go around and look at businesses that yeah, are not for man, sale. That... We won't tell you which one it is, but there's one that like, we just desperately want. So <laughs> we bad. walked around and, it's and we way too big. It. <laughs> no, it's... it's not dude. It's perfect with yeah. the little side one. I, I still dream about it. Which bike? You guys can talk about it. Even called it's uh, it's, it's the furniture store name. downtown. Oh, right on. Yeah. Okay. And Did because they have the like side attachment too, and then they have the upstairs. But then the problem yeah. with the upstairs mm. is that anybody who's over the height of five ten like cannot properly yeah. like. Oh, because it's almost like a loft. It's not they like got a grand, that, that property's grandfathered in. Whoever moves in next, if you wanted to do anything with that upstairs, it would come with a whole mess of ADA. Yeah. That yeah. is ugly. With like I and could, the. The people who are currently in it are, I believe, the um, building owners, too. Yeah, so, like, it was like, like, they don't sold, plan on, like... Yeah, it was interesting. I think it was, they said it was, like, sold, and the people they sold it to wanted to sell it, so they bought it back. That's right. Was, Remember, I called was, my wow. mom to be like, hey, like, what's the ADA thing? Like, if you're trying... Yeah. Then I talked to her about it, and I was just like, ooh, wow, that's, like, a hole. So... Because would you have to put... In order to make that function, you have to put an elevator? Definitely. Unless... Yeah. So, the... Unless what you are... If something is being offered that's special and different up there, then you have to make it ADA accessible. If it's the same exact thing of what's down here, then you don't have to. Oh, I see. Because, like... Okay. Yep, that makes sense. Because they have accessibility to it. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, if it were just seating... Okay, yeah, yeah. So, it was it was fun, but yeah, to turn to... But you would have to make it, like, height accessible for, like, yeah. most people. Like, Carl Wente would not be allowed up. Well, no. the thing is, too, is that might that might be its own flavor if you just had seating up there, right? Yeah. I don't know how good the view is, but you're just going to be like, hey, look, you're going to duck. Yeah, it's kind of cozy, man. Yeah. It's kind of, <laughs> that's what gives it its own <laughs> it's little cozy. It's I own hate little tall flavor. men anyways. <laughs> so, um, RIP Bar Q. We love you. Thank yeah. you for the memories, man. Um, yeah. Wayne, Lauren, Christian, the team, you guys did something great over there. Um, and, and, and you, and you left something great for, for Jose and his team to, to make even more it. awesome. So, yeah. uh, that's still, that's still a win. We lose, we lose something, but there's a whole lot still yeah. to gain. I hope the spirit um, stays. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I hope yeah. the vibe, the spirit and, and the, the energy. So yeah. it'll take some time, but be patient guys, be patient. But, uh, oh yeah, I thought that was an interesting, uh, conversation to transition into just small business mm-hmm. focuses and, and the scaries and the. And the highs and whatnot. So we'll see what comes next from that. Otherwise, um, good times. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think because, I think it was cool because it, it, the meaning in the sense of like it, it had its importance in the role of that. That was the first kind of specialty bar mm-hmm. that didn't have the full kitchen that had kind of unique menu items mm-hmm. that, that also that had a bar with some unique cocktails to it. So I think it was cool that it kind of pushed us forward in that sense and gave the option for that to exist here. I mean, outside of like what, like last word, there's not really too many like specialty type places, but yeah. just like their cocktails and a couple of good. And last word even menus. has a. Even has a hood. Yeah. You know, that's oh, they really, do. That's yeah. really the only stipulation that, you know, like, so I think, you know, uh, no, they were, they were the first one in, in a really, really long time to get that permitting. Cause who else, no one else offers food. Um, I think the good night tavern, good night. But again, I wouldn't say that they're within the, like, yeah. to me, you're like, that's a bar and people are going there that's for a, a specific yeah. thing. Right. Like mm-hmm. opposed to like a specialty themed. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like that offers a multitude of beverages, whereas like it's very different than having agave based spirit like, yeah. which like I like that. I think that shit's cool. Like if I want to go, I don't know if there was a gin bar, I'd absolutely fucking go there. If there was a <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, oh, doesn't matter what it is. I'd go there. Like, I like the specialty. I think it's cool. Yeah. Um, It's just I yeah, I think the. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think when you have a specialty, you got to kind of have a full kitchen, unfortunately. Yeah. And and I think specialty, actually, especially in particular, that's something. So just uh, their range life wasn't the, our bar quilte wasn't the only one. And I think specialty and and craft is something that's continuing to make liver more unique. We talk about it all the time, you know, so outside of the bar quiotes of the world who really picked a specific niche Mm -hmm. that they wanted to aim in. And they, and they wrote, and they wrote it it out. They wrote it out. They didn't, you know, a lot of people would have got scared and maybe, changed with with what the demand was yeah. and they, they they weren't dumb they were listening but like they stayed yeah. true this is who we are this is who we're going to be yeah i respect um, that otherwise you know you think of the you know wing bakery so um their specialty they have a focus right you see the cheese parlor is a, a very uh, specialized craft mm-hmm. butcher shop mm-hmm. um you know jeremy the spice guy um charming fig is grown from her specialty but still and i guess the point is is like uh i think it's awesome bluebirds chocolate um i still think that's our new identity that's what becoming our what is yeah offer something unique coming yeah um because I, I, like, I like it yeah i mean there's there's a lot of different you know restaurants and bars down there but when you could get specific and we have these people that do these niche things and they do yeah. them really well it, mm-hmm. it makes it fun you know and then yeah. it keeps you moving around the restaurants mm-hmm. and it kind of forces you to be like well, we had this, and this was their specialty. Let's go up the street and try this and try that. Yeah. And there's a lot. There's Bar a Kiyote lot. Bar just here. did it really well. Great mm-hmm. drinks. Yeah, I fucking love the hot dogs. Great vibes. Yeah, they Pork did it. Kimchi. They did it well. Pork and kimchi. So I think, and I actually, I don't think it's. I think, well, particularly in the U.S. and, and in bigger cities um, like the Bay Areas and San Diegos and L.A.s and New Yorks and whatnot, um, I've noticed a shift in people getting back to a specialty focus. Right, like you know. 60 70 years ago if you did one thing that's what you did i mm-hmm. I, I do shoes mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm i sell guns you know i you know i yep. make i make this i make that yeah um, it seems like a very european model where like i specialize in one thing um you know what i'm saying i can't imagine there's too many p you know 27 page pf changs in in europe right like we have here <laughs> in in the states and whatnot i, yep. I see the 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 you know the encyclopedia encycl- encyclopedia sized menus disappearing yeah um, because we're all like it is scary why have menus that big why have uh, that much inventory yeah thank goodness um, we don't have that anymore I hated trying to decide in that like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah give me give me like a seven item menu and make all seven items really freaking good and let's call it a yeah day. there it is yeah you know, so you know I don't think that I don't think that trend's did. going out of style they had they did no, that I don't think so they yeah. had the things and they mm-hmm. did them all good mm-hmm. there's not one thing on there that was not good man and not done to excellence so I also see supper clubs are getting a lot I saw I read a cool. New York Times article about supper clubs and the rise of supper clubs. We need TTG supper uh, club. Actually, let's talk about that after. Yeah. Also, yeah, we're we got we got we got. You guys stay with us, man. TTG is going to continue to grow. We got crazy ideas, and Matt's going to help us hone them in. And yeah, focus. <laughs> we could do it. <laughs> we could do it. We will. Do we it. could do it. Um, but hey, the sun's starting to come out a little bit. Things are turning. Um, you know, vines are budding here in the beautiful Livermore Valley a little bit. Um. Uh, what I mean, we're getting ready for summertime. You guys, know. any anything exciting you might want to share? Anything going on in the CFL world when you know when summertime happens? Bunch um, of fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. We usually we we have some more things on the docket um, right now. Basically, I'm just trying to get my feet underneath me. Over the last couple of weeks, <laughs> one of my coaches that was around for a long time, a part time, moved yeah, moved yeah. on, moved to Santa Rosa, and so 
for me, it's just like I went from three hours of uh, coaching to close to like 17 a week now. Woo. So from three to 17. Um, Big job. On top of yeah. doing the um, fire department as well. Yeah, on top of a couple of the other uh, ventures that I have. But but we're excited because we're going to really invest into a lot of community events this year. Like I really want to do stuff where we get people together more for hikes. I really want to create mm-hmm. some more uh, opportunities for the families to kind of get together down at the gym at the weekend, whether that's just a... I, I've kept kicking down around this idea and eventually just got to pull the trigger where um, we'll have like a uh, member appreciation protein pancake uh, breakfast. <laughs> we talk about it a lot. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if it's just easy, right? We get some Kodiak cakes, go down to the gym, yeah. myself, Grace, we get Albert down there. We'll cook up some pancakes for all our members after they've worked out hard. And um, a couple years back prior to COVID, we did a tie dye day. So we got these white CFL shirts and Grace put up this whole like board of like how to tie dye. We had all the kids and all the parents out there and did mm-hmm. some, uh, they tie dyed their CFL shirts. Um, we also have a thing called Murph. It's a, uh, it's a workout that honors a coming this year. Come on. Yeah, get Jeremy, it in. Come on. It's a workout that honors uh, <laughs> Navy SEAL Michael Murphy, who um, died in, I believe it was 2005 in Operation Red Wings. Um, he was part of the SEAL group that went out there for observation, came under fire, and everybody in the team died except for one guy, Marcus Luttrell. Hmm. And Marcus Luttrell actually lived out there um, somehow, by some miracle, made his way like nine miles away from the battle zone and he was shot like some like near ridiculous death. times, yeah. like a dozen times, like bit his tongue off. Like I won't get into the gruesome details, but really check out that story because it is uh, inspirational in terms Wasn't of like how far people will be able to go. A lone survivor. The lone survivor Hollywood movie was based off of that, right? That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah so Michael Murphy was phenomenal. the guy that ran up to the top of the hill, uh, took a bunch of enemy fire, made a radio call knowing that he was going to make that call and then um, die. Because of just the amount of extreme gunfire and things that they were coming underneath. So the Navy SEAL Foundation created this workout called Murph in honor of him, Michael Murphy's last name. It is a one mile run, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, and then it finishes with a mile run. Then you try to do that within a set time. Usually we try to keep it within an hour or so. And uh, so that happens every Memorial Day weekend down at the gym. So if you guys are interested, you will hear this episode before then. So come on down. You come down on Monday morning. Um, we and usually do a hangout. There's ways that we break it up and there's ways to yeah, scale it as everybody well. Everybody could participate. So yeah. you don't need to do that crazy of a workout. A lot of people don't. There's different ways to adjust it down for different fitness levels. But it just is a fun time. You come out there, you do a really tough, hard workout. We usually throw the easy up. Uh, we do a little potluck style at the end of it. So everybody kind of hangs yeah. out and enjoys some good weather after a hard workout. Grace throw always me, does a water yeah. balloon fight despite what Matt wants. Throw me in the <laughs> kitchen. I will help cook that day. All right, hey, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time, yeah. Yeah, but that's the hope of CFL. And kind of like, uh, you know, if there was a Venn diagram, you have like CFL, you have like me, and then we have this podcast where it just kind of meets in the middle. No, and, no, really and, and that's the hope is to be able to just have more opportunities for families and uh, people to get together and just do something fun and healthy and hopefully we get to pull in a bunch of our other live more local businesses uh, this year mm-hmm. and be able to do some really cool stuff together as a community. Heck yeah. That's, that's, that's I mean, yeah, community engagement is definitely something I look forward to just in the, in the summer, right? It's easy to, the lights are on. It's beautiful yeah. outside. Yeah, people it's warm out. People just want to hang out and talk and the days are long, which is nice. So you don't feel like you're pressured to, to get right back to the next thing, but yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty much on the docket as far as the business side goes. But I, I'm looking forward to just being we'll able to walk downtown and too. we'll do the summer seminars. Yes, Which are great. You you typically it's going to be like a skill based one, double unders, rope climbs, stuff like that. Oh, and yeah. it's within just like a few hours. I I learned how to do rope climbs from like that one seminar, which was great. And now yep. I just do them during the workouts, which is fantastic. Um, 
Yeah, that's and those that's, are free, and you bring your friend too. Yeah, like, that's what I say. Are, that's a good uh, point. So as those come up, and I have them calendared, which I will have by the end of this week because I need to get on that. The year's just yeah. evaporating, yeah, but we'll be real. able to announce them through here. So if any of you guys listening to this, maybe if uh, CrossFit isn't your forte, but you are into obstacle racing and you want to learn how to climb a rope or maybe swing from a pull up bar properly. Um, or uh, something of that sort, then definitely this seminar would be good good for you. Or if you just want to come learn in general. So we'll mm-hmm. announce them on here and they will be uh, free. And we'll get the weeks out. So maybe we could time it with the release versus. We will also, there's a bunch of uh, us at the gym that will be doing a, a mud run, obstacle course run, uh, July like 8th. I believe it's actually here in town. So mud stay, run. yeah, stay tuned to run, uh, CFL email and probably Instagram because we'll, be ta- we'll probably be posting about that. Too. So yeah. Down and dirty. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, if you guys yeah. are interested in any of those workshops, are the ones that will be coming out. I'm going to try to. Grace is once she finishes up her nutrition challenge that's happening at Stanford right now. Um, I really want to get her to do a couple workshops with uh, some nutrition and mm-hmm. behavioral habits because I think that'll kind of open the door to a lot of people that may not be super into like the you know CrossFit style workouts, but yeah. still want to learn. Health um, is health. You know, yeah, health about their health. nutrition. And I mean, yeah, we're yeah, health is health. Um, and so I, I'm a big fan of that stuff. You, you never know what you're going to learn um, if, if you're open to it. Uh, yeah. Which is, and I've already learned, a, I, I'm still learning a bunch of things from that first episode um, yeah. that we had with uh, with Grace, which is trending well so far. We appreciate you guys listening. Um, to Grace Alicious. To Grace Alicious, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, we actually got some people through the door for that podcast already. I was going to tell you guys earlier. Is that right? Old, That's right. An old member. Get yeah. out of here. Yep. Came yeah. back and was like, ah, oh, I heard your podcast. And it was funny because she said that to me. So my next answer back was, which one? Yeah. Like, I was like, where did you hear me on the internet? Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, she referenced it, referenced us. And then two other members that came through go, oh, I was listening to the podcast. And I was like, oh, okay, I got to get my workout in today. Like I was like inspired after I heard some of the stuff. Let's so, go. That's what yeah, I'm talking about. It had about. a great, great impact, good about. positive impact. Um, Paul, uh, yeah, I've got, we, Paul, the team, people, um, I've heard good feedback as, as well. And I guess, you know, most, it's just, it's just humbling. People are enjoying what we're doing. Um, they're ebbing and flowing with us. They're down with the changes. Um, I think. Awesome. People, I mean, if, if, if we weren't doing it, I'd listen to a, a local podcast, a homegrown podcast, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, I'm just happy that we get to do it and represent everybody. And and we have a bunch of awesome guests that we're lining up. You can expect people like Harrison Wood, um, Aurora Nava, which is AKA Flocka. Um, we're going to have Julia Charming Fig on here soon. Mm-hmm. We'd love to have uh, Amanda, and I forget her last name, but Mushroom Mama. Mm. Um, we'll have the Wingens back. Um we're excited to get back after it um, and, and let the community continue to speak for us. It's not just us. We enjoy this. We're still working on the thruple, the trio. Um, but it's a, it's, it's a freaking blast. It's a freaking blast. So season fucking five. Let's go, huh? Yeah. Let's go. So um, I got one more topic for us because we, you know, we keep, we keep poking at it. Um, but, you know, what, at March, March 26th, um, I had the opportunity. We had the opportunity. My team at Darcy Kent had the opportunity to do. Uh, we released our flagship wine called Choreography. Um, which is not just, a, it's a wine, not a dance, um, over at almost famous. Um, and, and the event went well, but with, you know, within the event were, we were practicing, um, elements of a live podcast that, um, the team and I, Savannah and I would love to do, um, sooner than later. Trying to put wine in front of your face. Let's go and have fun and, and, you know, and, and, and bullshit and banter and, um, 
And just make it, you know, just wine tasting, but like fun because it's yeah. us. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, think late night show with bro. with all your favorite folks, right? Yeah, um, I dig it. I think you guys would be perfect in that. that oh man, it was such. A and good if you time. had a crowd, you interact with the crowd too. You, yeah, we could so, start riffing. Get a good. cheesy live band with us playing all the spots and oh, just dude. nailing it. So killing it. Um, it went well. I don't, you know, we we we're, we're dreaming of doing one in April, which may come a little sooner. But the point is, is like. We're going to do one. Yeah. Hopefully. And once we do one. I like, just want to put fucking wine in front of your face, yeah. dude. It, it, it's going to be good a good time. Wine. So, um, It's all I want. We can't wait life. to start sharing that more with you. But just starting to drop the drop the seats. Because yeah. when it comes, like tickets are going to be live soon. And you're going to, you got to go get them. Go get them. Don't wait. Because we'll sell out. Um, I think, I hope we saw it. You will. A girl can dream. I'll buy all of them if you don't. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, Matt's going to be a scalper. (laughs) Uh, Outside. (laughs) I need tickets. One for five, two for eight. Who needs it? (laughs) I need tickets. Um, So, hey, you guys got anything else on your heart and your minds? Otherwise, um, nothing wrong with the casual one today, guys. It was beautiful. I like the casual. I mean, it's kind of almost like a Bar Coyote tribute a little bit. Yeah. But there, there's nothing wrong with that. The only thing that I, I want to say is I'm just, I'm stoked for it to be summertime in Livermore. I feel like, especially with, uh, you know, graciously, Grace Delicious, you guys, uh, yeah. you know, let me attach onto this. I'm really excited for the network opportunities and the conversations that'll, that'll start coming. I know yeah. once we, once we really get into a flow here, we start getting these guests in and, um, you guys start seeing all the content being distributed across. I mm-hmm. think we could build something pretty cool here. And in the, in the hope and the aim is, is that something that for you guys, the listeners, you get some sort of value out of it, whether it's just knowing more about the town you're living, whether it's meeting some of these personalities for the businesses that you, uh, patron. Is that the right word for yeah. that? Yeah. Patronize um, patron. Yeah, I do. Or just Patron. I'll take a few of those. <laughs> but <laughs> if being able to meet the people and then create a story behind them, their story, humanize it, let mm-hmm. you guys really know what people are out here doing, what their intent is, you know, where they come from and uh, and what their business is all about is really is really kind of the aim. And I, I think mm-hmm. that we'll have a, a good summer. And who knows, maybe even catch us out outside at some Livermore wine thing. I mean, uh, you know, some you Livermore big thing one day. Come uh, catch these hands outside, y'all. Yeah. Come, Honey Wine be. Festival live podcast. Come catch these wines outside. Come catch these wines. Bro. Come catch these wines. No, I think you summed it up great. Um, we've thoroughly enjoyed um, having you know the food and beverage industry be the core of what our messaging ha- you know is, and yeah, we're we're just we're excited to just get broader. There's so many more of you that we want to make. You know, this is an inclusive city. This is an inclusive town. Yeah, um, buddy. And you all make it tick. So um, we're excited to get weird with you. Other than that, um, I don't have too much more. So I think we're just going to send it off. It's a beautiful Monday. Um, give us a follow, TTG underscore podcast on Instagram. You can find anywhere you listen to noise, you can find us. Um, hit that subscribe button. Set those, uh, you know, set those notifications to stun. Um, season five is live and you can expect them every Tuesday. So um, I don't know. Stay beautiful. Rock and roll. Eat local, it. drink local, live local. RIP Barcue.